What is good, peeps? Welcome to an indefatigable artist. Just wake and be. I am your host, Bleas, just a human being a multimedia artist in the 21st century. Just a friendly reminder that it's free to support. A like, comment, or a share goes a long way. You can always check out more at bleese.com and sign up to the free newsletter. Softcover novels, audiobooks, and ebooks are available there as well. Thank you. Episode 9 Why Write? Go to bed late, wake up early before my alarm on days that I'm going to record this podcast. There's just this universal energy surging through me now. Um, Part of it is from the fact that I don't really know where I'm going to take this next episode. Um, There's like this bit of anxiety, I guess, and just overall excitement um, to record this podcast in this Universal energy lets me know that I'm doing the right thing for my soul, for my reason of being here in this moment. I have to do other things to keep the lights on, as they say, which is a different part of me that I actually enjoy. I love turning dreams into reality for others. It's a lifelong passion of mine that I don't ever see going away as the the work is still art that I'm creating, but they are creations for others, and uh, I'm blessed and grateful to be able to say that. But on the days that I'm going to sit down and solely concentrate on this podcast, this one passion project that I'm doing this year. In the limited time that I have to devote to this passion, focusing all of my energy on this, trying my best not to sway in other directions, You hear this shit? These fucking obstacles, man. These obstacles of trying to record this podcast living in a city. Uh, So many exterior noises. It gets uh, very frustrating. But just wanted to to capture that. Um, If these episodes come out later in the day on Fridays, um, it's because of all of these obstacles um, overcoming. Um, There's just a lot. Uh, in the background to try to get something out like this every week. Um, it is, uh, it's tough. You know, I'm focusing all my energy on this one thing um, because it's felt like for a couple years here of going in so many different directions where I've kind of worn thin as an artist, um, I had to really recollect myself 
uh, at the end of last year and the beginning of this year. And from January 11th, you know, onward, that was the first day that I, again, <sighs> fucking deep breaths, man, deep breaths. Don't have a, a studio, unfortunately, not yet. But recollecting myself and writing out a lot of angst in this time, in this transition of trying to ask myself, how can I best spend my limited time here? Having to, again, balance that time. There's only 24 hours in a day. How can I divide that time up in the most intelligent, progressive, positive way, all right? You have to keep the lights on. You have to devote X amount of time to do that. The rest of the time, how are you going to spend that? And as a an artist now, going into my 13th year as an artist, realizing that as much as I want to, to try new things and I'll never stop trying new things, I have to choose. And everything's a choice. Yeah. And I really gained some clarity, you know, I'd say over like 30 days I'd, I spent, you know, really trying to reevaluate how I was spending my time as an artist, um, realizing, you know, not all of it is keeping the lights on. Okay. So we're starting from this level playing field of if it's all a hobby. Okay. It's going to be something that I love and realizing again in these 13 years as an artist of not being able to fully connect with friends and family and now going into episode nine of this podcast and this universal energy that I'm feeling, it's been this response of people reaching out and we're, we're talking and it's been really great. Uh, getting to connect with others and seeing that response of people taking the time out of their day to, to listen to this. Uh, I really, really appreciate that. And that is fueling this, this energy here. It's this connection and it's exactly what bliss is at the end of the day is giving that energy out. And as I'm doing this podcast, I am concurrently writing my third book. And it's not a traditional book by any measure. One chapter won't lead into the next. But that's life. Each day 
is uniquely different. It's never quite the same. Even if you have the same routine every day, even if you don't leave your living space, it will be just slightly different than the day before. It'll be slightly different than you planned. So why write to take flight, to take this once blank page and sculpt it with tiny symbolic meanings, chiseling away, hoping to get others to see this abstraction, to capture a moment in time, to be able to look back and know where you're coming from. can feel like we're in this hamster wheel over and over and over again on this one singular planet. For the rest of our lives, we're on one planet. That's it. And it may, maybe it's just too frustrating to think about. And that's why people put their heads down and try to make themselves, you know, feel important with inanimate objects. I choose writing. I love writing. But writing will never love me back. I can love all the characters I create, but they will never love me back. I write, even if no one else were to read it, I do wish it weren't ever deleted. I've had that happen, and that's an empty feeling that it would remain after I'm, you know, dust in the wind. But the act of writing itself, that's the juice for me. The act in and of itself is enough for me. It was writing when I first felt that when I first felt that wave of bliss surge through my body. And I think for today's episode as a side note, I am just going to let this fucker roll. I'm going to let this camera roll and you can see, you know, unedited, fuck it. Like, I usually edit this shit. I'm not. You know, you're going to hear the fucking noises this time. Um, I'm just leaving it in. I'm just... The, the obstacles, I'm telling you. And another funny thing is, when I start recording this, Ranger all of a sudden starts sneezing. I don't know why. As soon as I start talking into the microphone, he starts sneezing and starts licking, like crazy it's every time i start recording and i start talking i think he feels like i'm distracted and he can just do whatever he sits right behind me and just i don't know why he starts sneezing it's so it's like every time um and the microphone picks it up just a little bit because it's really high pitched but it's every time now you know we're in week nine of this and every time i i go to start recording he he makes a bunch of noises um, yeah, it's not a coincidence at this point. 
But yeah, you're uh, you're getting unedited this time. I'm leaving in pauses. Um, I've already postponed like almost an hour trying to get around different obstacles. I've stopped the record several times already today, and it just uh, it just keeps coming, keeps coming. We you know live in this city. We're getting these honking. We're right next to a stoplight. And it's nonstop honking during the day, um, which I usually like cut out, restart the sentence, whatever. I just want to share this. I'm not going to do do that much off. You know, I like to keep it clean. But for this one, why not? And we persist tirelessly, indefatigable, persisting tirelessly. Like these are all objects that we have to overcome. It's like people see the the finished product and they judge that. But you have to realize all of the outside obstacles, you know, again, if it were easy, everyone would do it type of thing. Um, it is not. And it's not to say that as a complaint, it's more of getting people to appreciate, you know, that end product of how much it took to get there. Um, and in many ways too, you know, depending on, on what that end product is, you know, to emotionally get to that place. You know, I like to, to pour a lot of an emotion in here. And when I have these exterior noises like this, like it throws me off and it breaks my focus that I am trying to have, you know, when I am writing and, I put on these headphones and shout out to these Bose quiet headphones. Um, I'm going now in my fifth year using them and they have, they're a life changer. They've changed my life in in so many ways. I don't, I could never be without them at this point. I'll never fly without them. Um, I don't work without them. I always have them on, um, really not sponsored, but yeah. Um, they just allow me to focus and, uh, shut out all of that noise so I can tune it out. But while I'm recording, I like to, you know, be able to hear because these noises so that I can pick them up and kind of edit them out. Um, but it does break my focus. Um, it, I can't be as focused in as when I'm writing, uh, you know, while recording. So yeah, there's, you know, just these little obstacles to hopefully get people to appreciate this. And, you know, I'm not only recording this, I am also editing these podcasts. So I go back and edit them. It takes time. It, it takes a lot of time. And I, I am loving it though. I'm loving it. I've learned, um, and been applying it to each episode. Um, and I hope you're feeling that, that flow state, um, you know, Blease is turning potential energy into kinetic energy. It's that feeling when you've worked on a project for so long and finally being comfortable enough to say that I'm done. And with these podcasts, it's like I have to focus in and it's like I have to be done. You know, I got to put this out once a week. Um having an overall concept of what I want the podcast to be and loosely what each week, you know, 
different things I want to cover, but kind of just letting it riff. Um, and I, I really hope you, you come along with me on these different journeys. Um, we're going to go to different places too. You know, I'm, we start out from this ground level and then we take flight. I want to take flight every episode. And that's, that's how I feel is like we're going up these different levels. And when you release it, it goes, you know, whether it's a podcast episode, whatever creative piece, whatever potential energy that you turned into kinetic energy and let out there, once you go, once it goes on its own, and in that instant, you see it take a life of its own. It's something outside of you now. It's living outside of you now. It's like giving life to something. And I truly see my novels as my children, especially since I don't have any of my own. If I were to cease living tomorrow, it would be my novels that are left behind, along with all the other pieces of art that I've created. And as I've continued to do this podcast, we just go up another level, reaching new heights. I just feel like I've been finding my workflow within the limitations and of this podcast, you know. And now the words just seem to be coming easier as I go through this process of repetition, repetition, repetition listening to that same playlist every time I go to write, getting into this, this state and this focus on this morning, week after week, hitting that. My, my presence is fully here in this moment. I'm completely invested, giving everything I have. When I'm done recording, I'm usually so worn out, I still push through to again edit the podcast, create social media content around it. Again, a one-man band here. Do the recording, do the edit, editing, all the social media. <laughs> Got to have a social media presence in 2023. I love it. It's, it's this process over and over again. Wake and be indefatigable. And at night, I try to do a stream on Twitch or a Twitter space. By the end of Friday, Friday night, I am collapsing on that bed. I give it my all on this day. I am roaring 100 miles an hour. Again, I go to sleep late Thursday night, and I'm up early before my alarm goes off, which Again, it's even an alarm that's earlier than I normally wake up, but I am, my internal clock is just so good. It's so on point. Um, like I had my alarm set for 725. I was actually up like <laughs> 620. Yeah. And then I kind of fell back asleep a little bit, woke up at like 650 and then I was just laying there ready to go. I'm ready to go. I just laid there for a few minutes. Um, then got up and let Ranger out and just got started. Um, 
really just so excited about this energy um, that I'm feeling doing this podcast. It's been great. And um, I try to, to give <laughs> so much through this fucking microphone that anyone who hears my voice can feel it, that they can feel inspired to leave something behind. Maybe it isn't writing. Maybe it's just an impression on somebody. It's a painting. Whatever it is, it's all there in the definition, plus some, you know. I just give examples in the definition of bliss of all living creatures. Think of elephants that can paint, chimpanzees that can paint. They're leaving something behind. There's something in them that has this creative aspect. I find that that very fascinating. Maybe it's realizing you can be felt by others, that you can make a lasting impression on them so that they will remember you. Maybe you say something to them at just the right moment. They remember you and pass what you said along to someone else. Hey, that person at the crosswalk looked at me and said, you are you and there is no one else who could possibly do what you do. You are seen, you are heard, you are valued, you matter. The odds of you being here in this moment right here, right now, are so infinitesimally, infinitesimally small, infinitesimally, I am butchering that. All the planets, all the stars in our galaxy had to align just right. What is inside of you right now? can be found light years away. Don't get caught up in all these illusions that we have placed on ourselves. What really matters at the end of it all? What really matters is the energy that you give, the energy that you share with others, that simple impression you leave on a stranger's life. Pay it forward. Do it just to do it. Pay for someone behind you in the drive-thru. Tell the cashier to tell them to pay it forward. You're affecting not only the person behind you in line, but the cashier who will undoubtedly be surprised by the gesture. Don't have to post about it. Don't make a video about it. Those only serve to feed your ego a true pay-it-forward moment. is one that no one else knows about it except you and that person. No one else needs to know. That energy then reverberates through the universe. Some call this karma. Whatever you label it, it's a powerful energy that's shared in that moment. You have no idea the effect. And what I love about this drive through which I may or may not have done. I'm not here to, to talk about that, just to, to bring up an example of what you could do. But what's beautiful about that is that it's so selfless because you don't get to see their reaction. They don't get to see you. They don't know who you are. All that's left is that energy. That's all that's there. And they can put that energy to whatever face that they want to. 
That's what I love about it. They don't know who you are. I don't tell the cashier any of that. All I tell the cashier is to tell them to pay it forward. And then I leave. It's just a gesture that can easily be done in everyday life. It's nothing too big. It's nothing too small. And you can, you know, that's just one example. You can get imaginative with it. Think of something uncommon to do for a stranger, something completely unknown, someone completely unknown to you. Ask for nothing else but for them to pay it forward. And uh, if you haven't seen that movie, I really, really recommend it. It had a profound effect on me watching that uh, at such a young age. Um, that ending scene, you know, looking back as an adult, it really makes the viewer ask what's really important when you're breathing your last breath. It's giving all you can while you can. No one knows when they'll take that last breath. See? You get I'm letting you hear it. I'm letting you hear it. Okay. I would normally cut that out, but today we're letting it ride. We're fucking riding, baby. We're fucking riding all the, yep. There's the fucking honking. There we go. We're riding, baby. <laughs> I will edit going forward, but I am letting you have it today. Um, yeah. City life up here in the Northeast. Coming back to that last breath. Speaking of breath, you know, have to take a deep breath with all these obstacles. You know, it's one step at a time, one breath at a time. Some people get told they only have a certain amount of time left. You have six months to live. What do you do with that information? They tell you it's just an estimate. What if six months to live was six months ago and you're still here? Then what? Since my heart surgery, that's how I have tried to live. Like each day is my last day. Each podcast episode could be my last podcast episode. My life as an artist right now, for the first time, is feeling complete. Now that I have both novels written, both audiobooks recorded and edited by yours truly, and now putting out a podcast episode every week, I feel complete as an artist for the first time in my life. Which, for me, someone who feels like an art piece or a project is never quite done, never quite the way I want it. It's never done. You're just done working on it.
says a lot about this feeling that I'm comfortable. And why? Why? It's because of writing. That's where it all starts for me. Writing. So why write? Why do I write? To bring my soul some peace of mind. Feeling depressed? Write it out. Feeling anxious about tomorrow? Tomorrow never gets here. Write it out. Feeling anxious about tomorrow? What's the worst that can happen? If that happens, then what? You will fucking handle it because you are strong enough to withstand any fucking thing that this one singular planet, this one planet that we're on, can throw at you. Yes, you can. So fucking what? If that worry of yours happens, you woke up today with that simple act, you are already more resilient than the day before. I am here to make you see that shit. Rub your fucking nose in your fucking greatness as a human being. To make you see how infinite right now can be. If you're feeling worthless, powerless, that's all the more reason to write. Live in this world of your own imagination. Lost in a dream. Do I wake up? Do I scream? No. It sleeps only mean. Lost in our thoughts. In some ways, reflecting on what today brought. Thinking anything and everything is possible as it is in life. How do we not see must find the need to proceed? Lost in our own world, going down the twirl of deep fascination, unlimited imagination. Lost in our subconsciousness, no other witness, only I hold the key to the door I explore. And now I want to share a few dreams I've written down just to show that you can start by simply writing anything. These are just random dreams I had. The document says I wrote in January 15th, 2020 little over three years ago, right before my first trip to Europe in March of 2020. And uh, we all know <laughs> what happened in that month of that year. I've been seeing the memories pop up recently. <laughs> um, yeah. We flew into Paris. I had plans to visit Italy and be in Venice for my 30th birthday. 
I even made reservations at a restaurant there where I was going to be on the water watching the sunset. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. This is a, a dream writing I had before leaving. And a disclaimer, dream writings for me are very random and sporadic. It's really me going on my phone notes or going directly on my computer to write down as much as I can remember. A lot of these images go away so fast that I found it's vital to write as fast as I possibly can before these images dissipate into another dimension. And for me, dreams are going into another dimension of the human experience. One true psychological, philosophical, mathematical definition of what dreams are does not exist. So we're still left to wonder. And I still do wonder if we will ever know what dreams really are or where these images come from. Some are from memory, what we've experienced. Yes, okay. It can be tied to various ways to our experience, our emotions. And there may not be true inspiration that is solely ours as an individual. We have this collective consciousness as a species having all lived on the same singular planet for so long. I like to think dreams are a way of us living in another dimension of reality, another experience that another part of our brain lives in. We dream every night, but we can't remember them always. Some will say they've never remembered a dream, which is very fascinating to me. I don't know how that could be. I've always had profound moments in my sleep. There is something out there, something there. Sometimes I, I know I'm dreaming and I'd look to explore even more, trying to get real close to the details, even the danger. Let things devour me if they please. Let anything happen. Dive all in. Death is uh, one thing that I haven't been able to, you know, let happen. Even if I'm like, I, I don't want to say conscious of the fact, but I'm aware of the fact that I'm dreaming and I just want to experience it. I wake up right when that moment happens. Boom. I wake up. I'm back here in reality. Maybe I do. Maybe I do die in the, in those dreams. And the death is what wakes me up. Maybe I do die in that dimension of reality. Energy cannot be created or destroyed, only transformed, transferred. We don't remember the moments before we were born. Why not? What was happening before? When do we become conscious? When we become self-aware? When we can see ourselves in the mirror? and know what we're looking at. Object permanence is an object permanent. I think uh, quantum physics has something to argue about that. A tree falls and there's 
nothing there to measure it, no eardrum to vibrate, does it make a sound? Is the moon there if you're not looking at it? I embrace and love the lingering questions about dreams. Something that has always been a part of the human story. As has writing and leaving something behind. What made those cavemen or cavewoman paint to leave their mark? Marks that are still with us. And upon looking this up, cave paintings were created between 43,000 and 65,000 years ago. In 2018, it was research, researched, announced the discovery of the oldest known cave paintings made by Neanderthals at least 64,000 years ago in the Spanish caves of La Pasiega. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I apologize. El Gringo here. Um... <laughs> Maltra, Vieso, and Ardales. Muy interesante. So without further ado, here are some examples of dream writing. And again, this is just to inspire to say, write it out and I'll tell you why. Dream. I'm sitting on a beach Right leg is bent to where my foot is touching my left leg. There's a girl I'm sitting with, but I can't see her face. A snake appears in the sand a few feet in front of me. It slithers towards me ferociously. Dream before. I'm in Italy. That is where my unconscious resides now. Sure, I'm excited about Paris, but I'm Ultimately excited about Venice, Florence, and Milan in that order. Being alone, just observing life as a foreigner in a country I have never been to before. Not rushed. No people trying to talk to me. Not forced into doing anything I don't want to do. Just taking deep breaths. Looking around at the life around me. Thinking of all the life that has happened in this country. Leonardo da Vinci is a big inspiration for me to go there. Dream. Last night, Tuesday, I was so tired when I went to bed, fell asleep almost instantly. The dream was the most intense I have had in a long time. An only dream I have ever had like that. I was in a small house, small white house. There are two dogs. One is a blue pit bull with a deep scar on his back in the shape of a cross. Looked just like Marley, except he has an old, except he was an older, much larger male. He followed me in the dream. There was a person there. I don't know who it was. Maybe I will remember. But they tell me that I have to put the dog down. I have to put him out of his misery. Looking into the dog's eyes, I can tell he has gone through a lot of pain. It breaks my heart to see. Some time passes. I spend it petting the dog. I go into the porch with him. Feels like the Lake Raven house. After a while, 
I hear the voice again telling me that I have to put the dog down. I know I can't put it off any longer. The thought of how I'm going to do it doesn't come to mind. It is just something that has to be done. We go back inside. I head into the kitchen. I stand at the sink. The dog standing at my knees, head waist high. I look at the deep scar on his back, wonder how he got it. If it was my dog, I should know. But in the dream, I don't. I hold the back of his head. Tears start running down my face. I start yelling, I can't do it. I can't do it. Again, the voice tells me that I must put the dog down, that I must do it. Who is this person telling me that I have to put the dog down? I yell again, I can't do it. I can't do it. Then I wake up breathing heavily, heart racing, living in dreams. What is in between? How can a dream have this effect on me? I've never had such a dream. What does it mean? Sure, I could look up the meaning of dogs in your dream, but seeing this dog with that deep scar and the feeling I had when faced with putting him down, even though the dog was living in misery and death the only solution. It was an almost impossible task. I finally fell back asleep. Another dream of being in Europe. This time I was in Paris. Everyone was speaking French. The place I am staying at, there was a bunch of sailors there. It was nighttime. They were all speaking French. Just got off the boat. They were sailors with a lot of semen. It was nearly bursting out of their pants. They wanted these women. The funny thing about them, they were all wearing these extravagant pirate hats. They looked like sailors back in the 19th century, maybe. For the sake of being in France, they were from the 1700s in the 18th century. They wore tan pea coats that covered them all the way from their neck to their black shiny boots. I walked past them one by one. Some were sitting at the tables. Some were standing with their backs against the poles, too drunk to stand on their own. As a whore whisper sweet nothings into their ears, I walk upstairs to my room. An Airbnb, the key is left in the lock. I open it and head inside. Kayla is there. I think I see Carol, but Kayla for sure. It's very late. I look for a place to eat, but nothing is open. I want French food so bad. We traveled a long way, but nothing is open. Then at some point in the morning, I walk over next door and Ruth, Charlie's mom, is sleeping. I go downstairs, and the people that own the apartment are there. They're an Asian couple. They ask if everything is, was all right with the stay. I tell them yes. Then I see Justin, and he says he wants to go for sushi. The place we wanted to go to the night before, but it was closed, is now open. Yes, I shout. I start to head out, but realize the place is only for one night. I have to get all my clothes. I am naked. 
I am trying to pull my belt out and put pants on, but the belt is stuck. It is sloppily wrapped around all of the clothes. My dick is hanging out. I go down the stairs trying to get dressed. I go down one flight of stairs, stand in front of the door. There's luggage outside. The door is slightly open. They must be leaving too. I have to get dressed quickly. I throw my clothes on the ground, finally pull the belt loose. Put the pants on and put the belt back through the loops. Once I am dressed, I realize I left the key inside the apartment. That I have to leave the key inside the lock just as I found it. I panic. Where could the key be? Where could the key be? I run back upstairs and start searching the entire place. Kayla comes back up to help me. She finds it in the couch. Here it is. I go back down the loft stairs, close the door, and leave the key inside the lock. We go and head out for sushi. Alarm sounds. I wake up again. What a weird sequence of dreams. They have been more frequent lately. A lot to do with being in Europe. I love it. About to go there for the first time seven weeks from now. And seven weeks from then, March 2020, the moment everything changed. <laughs> Unprecedented became the norm. It's, um, it's wild reading, reading this back now, you know, over three years later. Again, I wrote that um, January 15, 2020. There's just so many reasons to write. I feel I've only scratched the surface in this episode. Um, I'll definitely hit on this more in future episodes as um, there's just a lot to unpack of why I write or why anyone should write. And as always, I try to make it from my own history, my own perspective and how I've applied it to my life. Not just up your preaching, you know, in this moment, I'm practicing. And I'm just sharing what I'm practicing and have practiced now for 13 years. I'm saying this for me to listen to as well as others. Any motivation I give is motivation I use as fuel fuel for myself on those days where I feel worthless, on days I've wanted to end it myself, on days where I feel I have no one else to talk to. Loneliness is not having someone to talk to. So you write to talk to yourself as someone else. If it weren't for writing of that release of frustration I would most certainly not be here right now. I would most certainly not be here. It was writing that changed everything for me. It was bliss that night I woke up from that dream in 2009 and knew in that moment I was going to set off on this new path. I didn't know where it would lead me, but I had to do it. It was writing that allowed me to look into my own past, realize what was in my control and what wasn't. Once I realized 
that I simply can't control everything, that I didn't know everything, that I can only control how I react to a situation, how I respond. That was the moment I realized I could make a change going forward. And I'll say now, you know, years later, it hasn't been perfect. But what the fuck is perfection anyway? No one is fucking perfect. <laughs> but it was writing that made me act with more intention in my life. I was intent on leaving something behind. That I'm not going to put out that negativity towards other people. That I may not be strong enough myself or feel like I'm strong enough for others. But maybe if I share my vulnerabilities, that it may be enough for someone else. That I can say today, I can face these vulnerabilities. And I'm only able to face them holding a pen. It's because of writing. It's plain and simple for me. Writing has made me more resilient. It's been an outlet of anger, frustration, sadness, embarrassment, shame, and a way to release all of my vulnerabilities, to admit them, to face them and say, so fucking what? What now? What more do you have? Go further. Release those fucking shackles, those emotions have on you. And live the way you want to fucking live as long as you don't harm anyone physically or emotionally. And that is what I hope this podcast does for others. So let us go further, one step at a time. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and comment. It's free to support. A like and a share goes a long way. Softcover novels, audiobooks, and ebooks available at Blease.com. Let's go further together, one step at a time. See you next week.